Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And here you have it the oft requested, much anticipated Fallout feed and a Skyrim addict podcast appearance at Tattooed Mom for the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Festival 2017! Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me, add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. All right, so this is weird. Uh, we're live at uh, Tattooed Moms in Philly for a Philly Podfest. <laughs> Before I screw it up, I'd like to go over the sponsors uh, for the event. So we have the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, uh, Bridge Set Sound. Who's doing sound here? Tattooed Moms, of course. Uh, Fireball Printing. Pyroglyphic Studio, which I almost completely fucked up that pronunciation. <laughs> uh, New Media Touring. Philly Banner Express. Tea House Inc. Wildfire Radio. Click Save Photography and Design. So, uh, prior to our show, we had uh, How Many Fingers podcast, uh, talking some incredible awesome movies uh, like Roadhouse and Avatar, <laughs> and, and warning us not to watch The Circle, and we had What the F? Wake the F, w- wake the F up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. A few beers, <laughs> which uh, actually was a crazy awesome podcast with uh, Shane from Shane Jones on, uh, so check him out. Jones Shane, Jones 215, Shane 215 on Instagram. On Instagram. Get him out there. But uh, anyway, so uh, Skyrimatic Podcast is, uh, we talk about Skyrim, and also we have the Fallout feed, they're here too, and they talk about Fallout, and uh, essentially, I walked in the basement one day and started talking about Skyrim. <laughs> so, 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 Michael, what, what, is, what is Skyrim? It's a game. <laughs> it is a, uh, it's a, <laughs> it's this video game, it was originally on what, I don't know, 360, PS3, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's been out a PS3, long time. Yeah. So a five, yeah. five-year-old game, you're right. Six? Six, yeah. Almost yeah. six, yeah. 2011. Yeah, yeah. What is it, 2017? Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. We've been playing a long time, a lot of hours, some of us, too many. A lot, like thousands, maybe. Yeah, uh, about <laughs> 2,200 hours, yeah. I don't know how many I have. Yeah. But uh, So this is Pat. He's on the Fallout feed. Hey, guys. Victor, who's on everything. Howdy, howdy. Andrew, who is on everything. Hello, hello. Who else is here? We got Ray. 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 We got Dennis. And Not Dennis. on Mike. Dennis. Jane. Renee. 
We're just introducing everybody in the place. <laughs> yeah. Your name? Chris. And there's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you play oh, awesome. do you play the game? Awesome. Right. Awesome. Right. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so basically, I, I don't know. I started that show. Since there's other people here who don't usually listen, other than us who listen because we do the shows, um, <laughs> I started the show because the other shows were kind of not doing shows about Skyrim anymore because it was two years into the game being out. And I was like, ah, shit, I'll just talk about it, see what happens. And then I think Victor emailed first and then became part of the show. Or well, Andrew, Andrew really was the first to kind of send in an audio, audio. Oh feedback yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you distinctly calling me a nerd. It was yeah. no, I said it was nerdy Nerdiest in the best, in the best way. way possible. Yeah, 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 I, yeah I started I a Facebook group, and then it was just myself and my wife, which was very exciting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then Andrew joined. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed it was. Uh, Michael and Renee, I was like, wow, she must really like Skyrim, too. And then I found out that, no, you just no. need to invite another person in <laughs> order to start a group. <laughs> you just needed a second body in the group, essentially. So uh, by default, she was in the group. Um, I don't think you've ever actually played the game, have you? I've watched many hours of it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Our nine-year-old also plays. I think he's been playing since he was three. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but one, one thing about today, though, is, I mean, I've watched several of the podcasts already this afternoon. Everybody knows each other. Everybody's from around Philadelphia. They all grew up together or whatever. We hadn't met each other ever so until yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, we've, been, we've been doing this online for four years, but it's the first time we've ever met it, you know. So that's pretty cool. That I, is I, true. I, well, you know, Andrew, you're from? I'm from Indiana. I just flew in from Indianapolis. So welcome to the Indiana Podcast Festival. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, fr I'm from Massachusetts originally. I live in upstate New York now, so. Now we're getting more local. Yeah, <laughs> Chester County represent. <laughs> whoop, whoop, yeah. The palatial Camden County, Berlin, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Skyrim rules, right? Yeah. 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 I think I'm the largest podcast in Berlin, New Jersey. <laughs> I'm going I'm to uh, claim that. I'm going to claim that as a victory. Maybe Camden County. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, cor I'm Cornwall on, on Hudson's only. Uh, You're Hudson's, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Hudson's uh, largest so Skyrim player. <laughs> Yeah, so basically uh, we talk about the game. Um, then Andrew came along and started these things, roundtables, that are super organized, which is crazy to me. I don't know how you do that. And they have schedules and, like, character draws and stuff. Yeah, well, the whole uh, roundtable idea really came from, like, I think Victor and Colin speaking, but no one would grab the horns mm -hmm. of this project. that Like, we were all discussing... You know, it'd be great to be able to compare these places. We all love this game so much, and we put so much time into it, and we just love to hear each other's story. So what is a good way that we can interact with each other and bring the game into it? And so Colin and Victor, I remember discussing, like, this really intricate way. You could, oh, you could roll random stats, and you can do this and that, and to make sure. And, like, but no one was really grabbing the project by the horn. So I was just like, Michael, do you, do you mind? I mean, can I... Can I do this thing? I was like, and sure, you want to do work? Please. And, you know, as, as a person who has a little control over ev life events, you know, like, I, I might, <laughs> no, I'm serious. My, my kid was born with cystic fibrosis, and it's a very sad thing. But, like, you, you, when, when random things just happen to you, you, you feel like you have little control. And this was something that I could control. I can schedule it. I could say, you guys have these quests you need to do by this time and using these specific stats. You know, and, and that's just something that brought a lot of just like a, a, a solid rock foundation to my life, which I needed at that point. So it, it, it's just really good to 
come into a community like this. And, and, and it's a, you know, at that time, I was like four or five, you know, at least three-year-old game, and I found all these guys and you know, started forming these nice relationships. And, and then my wife moved me out of the city into the suburbs, so I had no friends anymore. <laughs> so, <it's just> like <laughs> <laughs> so I found this podcast group, and, and the Roundtable Project came along. I was just like, yeah. this is awesome. Well, we got to do something with this. And so we've been doing that for about three years now at least. Yeah, so. yeah the Roundtable, what, came about a year into it probably? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we have other hosts too. Uh, Colin, he's in the U.K. Uh, Juan is probably at a beer festival in San Diego somewhere. He is indeed. Uh, judging <laughs> beer of some kind because well, that's what he's he does. He's like a professional taster. So yeah, he's a professional yeah. beer taster slash judge. Yeah. I would like that job. W- Juan is our hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kara, also from Indiana, does uh, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she's uh, she's actually across the line there in, in Dayton, Ohio. But yeah, Oh, she's she was, a, oh yeah. wow. That's way more exciting. <laughs> way more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it just discreet, you know we're just tossed across the country you know yes. we're all over the place and we none of us know each other and a, a couple of us has met each other at different locations but it was basically this this dumb three-year-old game that brought this whole huge group of people together which was really exciting yeah slowly trickled and became a little bigger <laughs> no i mean of course we're not the biggest podcast on earth because we are such a niche like it's a one game it's not even about <laughs> video games in general it's about one seven-year-old video game you well, know I mean, I mean? We, we do to be fair we do too i mean there's, oh, fall, there's fall yeah. fallout is in there too it's true we've yeah. branched yeah. out we're very yeah. very diverse <laughs> very at this point. Got two games now yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're working on 100 episodes for a seven-year-old game right yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm working on my king's quest podcast next <laughs> I know that. yeah yeah maybe might and magic too yeah. Yeah. Fun. I, yeah. I don't know yeah. if this is a bad tangent to take immediately here after but you just brought up king's quest so i figured i'd take the end i happen to be at um, a local big box store the other night when I was shopping. My wife sent me out to get a few things. And I just always walk past the video game section whenever I go there just to see, oh, might there perhaps be a Nintendo Switch here today? (laughs) And, oh my God, Thursday night there was a Nintendo Switch. There's never a Nintendo Switch. Every time I go, I was sorely disappointed. So I went and I picked up the Nintendo Switch. I like ran home, grabbed the money, and ran back as fast as I could before, you know, uh, someone else could snatch it up from me. And then I'm standing in line buying this game. There's, a, there's an, an older woman behind me in line. And the cashier says, oh, Nintendo Switch, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's just the new Nintendo thing. It's like, you know, they, they limit the, the a number of available units to build demand or something, you know, like that. And then the lady behind me, a 70-year-old woman or something like that, is just like, I've been looking for one of those forever. Where did you get that? I'm just like, no, I just bought it back here in the store. And of course, I assume this is for her grandson or, or granddaughter. You know, I don't want to be sex. It could be a little girl playing or whatever. And then she's just like speaking about it. She's like, man, I miss games. I love games. <laughs> so I'm like, I like kind of turn to her. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Do you, do you play? She's like, King's Quest. I used to play the hell out of King's Quest. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really great. I, I've never played it myself, but I'm a member of a group, and a lot of my friends like that game. She's like, you ever heard of Baldur's Gate? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's amazing. That's so you're great. saying so I dated myself. <laughs> and then, no, but it was just funny, because then I said, you know, I brought up Skyrim there at the end as we were leaving. She's like, oh, that is my 
favorite game. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's really cool. That's, that's that was awesome. um, that was just thought. I was, was that, so was that the Skyrim Granny? There's the Skyrim Granny on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's uh, yeah they definitely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's got yeah. actually a pretty big following on YouTube. No, it's, yeah. it's yeah. not that lady. I don't think she lives yeah. in my town, but I was just surprised that it is a similar thing. Like, there's a lady out there just like I just thought that was a funny story. Sorry. Wow, a seventy-some-year-old. Wow. So maybe maybe I'm overestimating. She could have been in her sixties, but she was definitely you know out of the range that we deem appropriate for having interest in the games. <laughs> speak, speak for yourself, buddy. I, I mean, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm 60. Did you have Andrew look, Myers I'm, I'm at uh, <laughs> negativefeedback.com? I'm not, I'm not bringing it up as an insult, but as, as when, when I found out about Victor, like how friendly we have become. I thought you like, were going to say how old Victor is. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's just like, you know, age determines such like your group of friends or whatever, whoever you grow up with. And now that we're part of the internet, like fuck age, it doesn't matter anything at all anymore. So, and that the, the whole thing just with the interaction of the woman just teaching me, you know, don't have preconceived notions about what people could have interest in. Yeah, we have had a pretty broad range of it's amazing. ages on the. We have on the teenagers, show. like twelve-year-olds. That's always weird. Yeah. And then we have like you know the <laughs> other end. I'm always disconcerted by that. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, no. That worries me. <laughs> <laughs> Not questioning anybody. <laughs> no, but that is, that is pretty crazy. Like, we've had, oh, God, well, we've been doing it four years, so uh, there's, you know, people come in and out. Oh, okay. You know, we talk yeah, to people yeah. for a while. There's, yeah. You see a lot but of. But there's uh, been a thread of people who've kind of hung on the whole time. Uh, mm -hmm. All of us, obviously. Uh, Sherry from Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I met in San Diego, like, two years ago. Um, oddly enough, are you know just meet someone from Australia but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else yeah but we've had like a thread of people so yeah. well there seems to be like a solid core of about 20 to 25 people yeah, there who, are, yeah, who, yeah. who are always sort of hovering around interacting and then there's other people who leave and then they come back after a year and they'll be like yep. oh I just put the game back in and I'm loving yeah. it again or whatever so they'll, they'll yeah. reappear and stuff like that so and it's always open yeah I mean yeah. we got got a few hundred members in there so it's, it's always yeah good. it's nice nice place to discuss it so yeah. Yeah, and like uh, we're starting uh, new round <laughs> we're starting new round tables with older <laughs> games, <laughs> even older games. <laughs> See, because Skyrim's not old enough, we decided to do an Oblivion round table. <laughs> yeah, because that's only like eleven years old. Only. Yeah. Well, and and, and of course, it's, you know, to be fair, the, the the thing is that Skyrim and Fallout kind of represent a genre of game yeah. that we all like, and that's 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 why we do them. And there's True. you know, and Skyrim. And Fallout both are probably the, the most sort of, you know, open and malleable of the type of games that we play. They're not That's a, true. They, they don't require you to follow distinct sets of rules as much as some of these other older, older games do. But we love role-playing games, and mm -hmm. basically that's... that's and we are rule-breakers. So Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, totally. Yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Always turn left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, uh, you know, and we all play in different ways like uh, a lot some of us are more console oriented or pc oriented or uh, you know modding it to death uh, to see how far we can go before it breaks or just putting a few mods right. on or taking the mechanics of the game that exist and trying to destroy our playstation <laughs> i'm good at that <laughs> trying to melt it down to see how many characters you can have actually yeah, on the screen the, at one time the ritual stone will melt your processor <laughs> yeah, yeah. i still don't know how that exists you had like what 30 
followers oh, or something. Oh, that was a light point. batch. I, I had upwards of over 50 followers at any given point, but it took a lot of like manipulating of the game. Like you would have to use the ritual stone to resurrect all the dead bodies around you after a battle, and so you would take those people with you. But the ritual stone only lasts for a 48-hour time period in the game, so you would have to wait 48 hours. You know, just it, it's great that in Skyrim you don't have to find a chair. You know, I hate <laughs> I hate that in Fallout. You got to find a, a chair or a bed to sit in if you want to, you know, have time to progress past. Sure. But but that ritual stone it was always great just to, you know, have a whole pile of dead bodies. You bring everybody up, and then you go and you collect more because they are the people killing all the other people. And then that brings up any even more dead bodies. And then you know you have to wait the forty eight hours, and then you can use the ritual stone spell again. But it's just weird that you have to like do all those things. And of course, and if I were a real character, if I was really playing this role. Like, what would you do in that 48 hours? Like, you have to spend 48 <laughs> hours around dead bodies all the time. So, I mean, what are you going to do in that meantime? Just have a little cookout, I guess. <laughs> yeah, become a cannibal. Yeah, just become a yeah. cannibal yeah. and just have at it. Just give in. So, what do you get, uh, like, five frames per second when you're... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, if... It de actually depended where you were, too. If you were within a city limits, it was a lot yeah, worse. True. Like, if, if I went to, uh, you know... I bet uh, around water it's really great. Oh, I never even tried it around the river. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Go over to the waterfalls area and try it. Yeah, yeah a game designed to run at about 30 frames per second is you're running a screaming three frames yeah, per three second. Frames yeah, per yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. And your smoke detector's going off in your room. <laughs> my, <laughs> my basement. Yeah, that, that's for another reason, though, Michael. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, what else have we done? Let's see. Oh, once a year we do a charity event. Oh, yes, for, that is uh, great. Yeah. For uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, which we kind of randomly came started doing, uh, mm -hmm. what, two years ago? Uh, we've done it twice. Yes. Well, Michael, you were nice enough because uh, that's when my son was born about two years ago, and that's when we were finding out all about his uh, diagnosis of cystic fibrosis and all that. And you come from a very vibrant community. Mm -hmm. uh, the Jay and Jack, Lost Podcast with Jay and Jack, have a very tight-knit group. And they have, it seems like they have, uh, was it Autism Speaks, I believe they do their benefit Yeah, that's what for. they did for a while. Yeah, they did yeah. something else. Like so that. you had the idea, why don't we just go ahead and do something? Oh, Andrew, your kid, I said, let's go ahead and do something like that. And, and it was really fun. We raised, I don't know, 500 bucks yeah, the I first so. year. Yeah, yeah. We raised 2,500 bucks. So we times it five the, the second year. So hopefully we can do that over again. You know, of course, I'm not expecting that or anything. <laughs> but <laughs> the, uh, what if you fail? <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's just an incredible, you know, it, my family owes so much to this small group of people who have shown so much love. I think and, and Jeremy, don't forget Jeremy. Yeah, and I think, didn't Jeremy find us through that? Yeah. Like Jeremy he, he hosts uh, a show that actually talks about games that are coming out recently. Um, <laughs> and he also has cystic fibrosis and also does a show about living with cystic fibrosis. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he found the show... From the yeah, he listened event. to the first years, and yeah. then he kind of he wanted to be a member of the community because he's like, oh, you guys, you're not just playing games; you're actually trying to do mm -hmm. good in the world. Wow. So he he wanted to join in and uh, try to help out, and then he you know started doing his own show. He like, yeah. see, that's the part of our community is we're so open and welcome. Whoever wants in, sure. If you're not a jerk, come on in. It's <laughs> like, or even if you are, it's if, fine. You are yeah, yeah, if, if you are, if you are, I mean, you know, yeah. 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 come on in. 
That is but true. We've had just know. people hop in, start shows, or start hosting shows, yeah. or I decide I don't want to play a game anymore and just give the show yeah. to Ran- Andrew. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I was always doing. My only responsibility for a while was just to organize the roundtable. That was my thing. And then Michael was like, uh, "I don't have time for this Fallout podcast anymore. Do you want to take that over?" So I was like, "Yeah." Sure, I haven't played much Fallout, but I could run a <laughs> podcast about it, right? I mean, that's the that's what people do is they start podcasts about things they have no idea about, right? In order really to the, learn more yeah, about yeah, them, isn't yeah. that isn't that the the whole process? Really, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> uh, very shortly after you asked me to uh, take over the Fallout feed, I immediately recruited Patton because he started sending in some mm-hmm. um, some audio feedback and stuff like that, and I was just like, well, he has so much incredible knowledge about the whole universe and like. I, I like to surround myself with people who know what they're doing, you know? So I was just like, okay, Pat, you come on it. And then Denny got a hold of us, and it was like, Denny, okay. It was like two episodes apart or yeah, an episode so, apart yeah. that uh, Pat and yeah, Denny yeah. joined us. So, you know, I, I'm bringing in and, and Pat, uh, bringing in Denny. Kara was, has been around. It's, and Kara was like, I had to bring in Kara because there are, like, I'm always worried about this. There are like zero girls yeah, represented yeah, in the world. I know that there are 50% of the gamers out there are female, mm-hmm. but why aren't they represented in the podcast world almost at all? Like, so I was, I, I needed to have Kara on the show and I was trying to, you know, and then she's had graduate school. So she's, you know, been in and out. And that's the thing, like you were saying, people come in and out and everything. But so, uh, I don't know, Pat, how did, what, what were your instincts or, uh, impressions of the group? Yeah, so I, I think it was uh, the, the round table was kind of the specific draw for me because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's how to, uh, th- these games are, they're open world games, so they're not like a game where you go and you do a, the quest and you have to do a thing and a thing and a thing and if you do what the game tells you, you can do whatever you want to. You can do things in whatever order you want, you can play whatever you want, and, and there's uh, just a whole world of people out there doing different kinds of challenge builds and things like that, and, and the round table structure really le- leads itself to that. You can do... You know, if you're a heavy role player like, uh, like like Victor is, you can really sort of play like a, a heavy role playing uh, sort of environment. Or if you like more just like mechanical game challenges, you can do this. And these games are so so flexible; they support both of those. And uh, so the play styles and how you have fun with the game, it, it's just wide open. And that was that was what was really appealing about the round table is you can do that sort of role playing thing, and then you can turn around and do something just kind of mechanical and try to try to break the game and try to do something really bizarre, you know. And and uh, and that was really appealing and. Uh, uh, so yeah, I've, I've probably put as many hours in Fallout as Victor and Michael have in Skyrim. That's just kind of more my my personal thing. But so the Fallout world for uh, you know for anybody who happens to be listening to the stream or whatever, it's like a it's a post post apocalyptic uh, nuclear wasteland that happens. So in, in the timeline of this game, so modern it's modern America. Yeah, you, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's all it's all eerie. Yeah, it's 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 realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, in, only instead of in, instead of in 2016 and in, in like 1950 in the game the timeline it sort of broke off and the game is stuck in 2050 as opposed to like, like going back into like whatever hellscape we're going into right now. Uh, but but there's in, in that game uh, um, uh, the Chinese and the U.S. have a big nuclear war and so it's this post-apocalyptic wasteland. It's kind of like. Uh, you know, Boy and His Dog, or some of those those kind of movies where uh, uh, you know, four, four, four and a half fingers for uh, for Boy and His Dog, uh, by the way. Uh, 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 zero fingers for Harlan Ellison because that guy's a dick. But uh, uh, but uh, but he writes good writes good science fiction. So uh, so, uh, so, so this uh, yeah the, the Fallout series is really and, and it's one that just like these other games they hold up. They're they're uh, they. 
the, the, the stories are so good that, yeah, the graphics are a little crap, but that doesn't matter because the stories are so good, the writing is so strong, and, uh, yeah, there's games that literally 10 years later we're still playing Oblivion and Fallout 3 and all these other games. And, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, and this is, this is a great community. I think it's, I think the, the, it's like a little microcosm of this sort of pod, the Philly podcasting, or this whole, like, Philly podcasting community where I think we're having a great, this, you know, I've sit through four or five different podcasts today, just really terrific, you know, here in, as, as Victor said, I think a lot of the shows we've heard today, people know each other. Maybe they're recording live and in person. Whereas we're recording, we're literally all over the world. And uh, but but at the same time, it's a it's a real spirit of community. And that was that was the thing for me coming in. I, I'm the newest member of the little community here, uh, and uh, it was just very welcoming and just the chance to to get in and, and talk about something we love doing. That's true. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. Oh, oh shit! I'm sorry. Didn't mean to go there. Oh, I feel like uh, 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 yeah, I fucked that up. Wow. I feel like I created something here. It's, like it's all on you, dude. Wow. Shoo. And one of the great things that has come about from these two games, Skyrim and Fallout, is that we started these two podcasts, and those two podcasts sprouted two other podcasts. We oh, yeah, sprouted yeah, yeah. two other yeah. podcasts. Yeah. We sprouted. And so, like, we've turned into a little network of shows, you know, if you can refer to it as a network, but, yeah, just, you know, yeah. o- other people, you know, we have, you know, five or six, seven different little podcasts under our umbrella now, so it's, that's also been really fun, and one of my favorites is uh, Victor here himself produces mm-hmm. Mod Talk, and uh, mods for these very, specific games. Very occasionally. Very <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> uh, but it is very well done, and he does his extreme amounts of research, and he's just so knowledgeable about every aspect of it. Like, you can tell he really digs into stuff, and, you know, I do a, a Fallout podcast about something I have no idea about, where, <laughs> as you see, when someone actually has knowledge about a, a subject, how, how great a show can be. So... ASA Mod Talk, Victor will walk us through all the, the, the intricacies of modding your games, which is one of the great things. We, t- we say these games are so old, but this modding aspect is one of the things that breeds life into these yeah. games while we're still playing these games, while they're still interesting, because people out there also see the value in these games, and they're like, oh, this would be a neat little aspect that we could add to the game. Let's go ahead and try that. And, and Yeah, that's, what, that's what's really kept... Skyrim alive. I mean, anybody who's played Minecraft, I mean, Minecraft's huge, and there's a lot of modding in Minecraft yeah. as well, but I mean, uh, you know, s- there's over 50,000 individual mods just for Skyrim alone. It's, it's, uh, yeah, and, it's and mods can go from anything to, like, <laughs> changing your grass. We were talking about some last night. <laughs> oh, were you? No, at, uh, <laughs> at the dinner table. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, we won't mention those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are several sources for mods. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, uh, <laughs> Some sketchier than others. The Pornhub yes. mod. Uh, <laughs> Victor's Pornhub for giant schlongs of Skyrim. Was that? You had to go there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's realistic eyes for when you want to really capture that <laughs> look in the victim. <laughs> the dreamy look. No, it's 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 really great that you can just either affect. Oh, I want the grass to be a little shinier, yeah. or. I want to add a whole complete fucking quest that has all new characters and monsters and like or a, I whole, just want thongs a whole world or, or schlongs just everywhere. Thongs, just thongs like and schlongs. <laughs> thongs <laughs> and schlongs. But they're very hard. There's just one gap between it. <laughs> but it's a it's a shiny shiny thong. Well, since we're at, at a live event, like how many people have actually played the game that are here? 
Well, you played. Yeah. You played. played the game. Okay, awesome. Nice. My wife never played. What the fuck? <laughs> How is that possible? Will you play later? My characters are generally named after pop culture icons. Oh, yeah. Because um, if you get into the games, uh, there's all obviously lore and stuff like that. And people like Victor or Colin uh, will actually name them according to lore. <laughs> I tend to name them towards things I'm watching yeah. uh, or things I've experienced in life. Well, I'm uh, forgetting. What, didn't you name... I had a Khajiit for a long time it's like named uh, Lord Tubbington. Yes, that's it. Um, <laughs> If you've ever watched the show Glee, uh, Brittany's cat was named Lord Tubby. <laughs> so that is, that is where that came from. And I wouldn't <laughs> tell him where it came from. And then currently I have a, uh, an Argonian named Ja Rule. Um, ja Rule. Because that's gen you know, generally they have a name Ja something, yeah, 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 yeah. or Ja, ja whatever. Yeah, so I was like, well, Ja. I don't spell it the same. I don't want any copyright infringement <laughs> issues. I don't want to get sued. Um, so I do spell it differently. You that's know. funny. And, and your son's name? Oh, God. What was the name of his character? Awesome Poop. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> we discovered that last night. Uh, <laughs> discovered some awesome poop. He's very creative. <laughs> no, well, no, as we saw. <laughs> Michael, one of my favorite things about the show is you, not, in order to um, keep interest in the show, you, you, you try to start stu fresh characters and stuff all the time. You're trying to do new and different things. Like you, I remember one time you had a character who never entered any cities. He was just yeah. like, a, a, like a, a country boy or something. Basically. I had a uh, vegan character. A vegan character who... <laughs> who <laughs> Which is a little tougher to do in Skyrim than you would think. Uh, um, yeah, you gotta have leather to make daggers yeah. and everything. Oh, it's crazy. And They're not real animal friendly in uh, Tamriel. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think you or just started one that's smithing only or something, right? I'm or going to. You're yeah. going to, yeah. Because that's an you know, seems very He's exciting. But that you're in a world. There's these fucking dragons attacking <laughs> your family, right? <laughs> you don't care about that. You're just gonna go find some I'm iron. I'm just gonna ore. go make a dagger, man. Yeah, make a dagger. <laughs> Screw the dragon. Someone else will deal with that. That's look, fine. Look, the dragons are gonna happen. What am, I'm just a guy. <laughs> Dra dragon's gonna dragon. I gotta go get that ore. I gotta go you put gotta it find, in the cabbage. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't have time for that fire and ice dragon or the legendary dragon or the ancient dragon or the three that will jump out of the lake and attack me while I'm looking for something. I, I just have to smith. It's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think that's a great way to, like I said earlier, just breathe new life into Like, you just keep bringing new different yeah. angles to it. And that's, that's a good way to keep, keep the yeah, game and that's alive. What, I mean, that's you know? what we do with all the shows, really. Yeah. When I start my Atari 2600 show, <laughs> and we and we start playing adventure, it's going to be very oh, tough adventure. to play That's that. That's a good one. Adventure was probably my first adventure game. <laughs> adventure, if you don't know, was a square that moved around the screen, and you picked up an arrow and moved around the screen, but it only faced one direction. So you moved like this. Like people can't see me, but it moved like this. <laughs> And if you had to stab the dragon, like if the dragon went behind you, you had to move like this to yeah. use the arrow. <laughs> so it was really the first adventure game. Yeah. You can play it online, of course. It's, yeah, you know, it's on uh, 
the internet. Everything's on the internet. That's great. Including many mods that Victor checks out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was like my, my first adventure yeah. game. Like uh, that and then Pitfall, which was way more complex oh, than Pitfall's adventure. Oh, Pitfall's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had... I, can't, I believe it's called Wizards and Warriors. No, it wasn't called Wizards and Warriors, but something like that on the Odyssey 2000. I don't know if you remember oh that. It's a Magnavox Odyssey nice. 2000. Do you Oof. remember that system? Yeah. I, never, I didn't have one That of was those. my first adventure game. You had a choice of a barbarian, a wizard, a changeling, oh, or... Well that's I guess warlock is the same thing as wizard, so I, something <laughs> else. I don't know, the, but that was my first adventure game. Uh, th those were really fun. That's way more complex games. than a square. That's They were squares. No, this is literally a square. Yeah, I mean, they, they had, I guess, a, a square differentiating the body from the head. So oh, no, this was slightly square, Slightly yeah. more technologically <laughs> advanced. Yeah. And, like, Quest for Glory was kind of a uh, growth of that. Was it Quest for Glory? That was those when, yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah, they were, they were kind of uh, building upon that. You had different, nice. yeah, like a thief and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Skyrim sort of owes its... A legacy more, I think, D &D. games like uh, yeah. Zork and and then Ultima, you know, the Lord Garriott and, yeah, and yeah. all that. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's where sort of Bethesda grew out of that. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah, but they have. I mean, you know, Bethesda has created an, an incredible <laughs> lore around around yeah, not just yeah. Skyrim but all the games that came before. I mean, Skyrim is the fifth in a series of yeah. games. So, so there's a, a very very deep lore, and it, it's it takes. A lot of research to figure some of it out, and some of it's conflicting. And and when they when they uh, came across a sort of an anachronism in the story, they said they just sort of created this thing called a dragon break, which just sort of oh well, we just took a giant left turn in the story, and <laughs> and, and all the stuff that happened before didn't matter, and and then they went off in another direction. And it was, but but it works, you know. That's all that really matters. Is that yeah, works. yeah, they make it work. Uh, does anybody have a question about Skyrim or Fallout or gaming or uh, Berlin, New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> or upstate New York. Or upstate New York or uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Screw Indiana. You know, you or Indiana. Uh, if you really want to know about Indiana. No, you don't. Well, at times, let me tell you. Um, yeah, you're immoral. Yeah, you're immoral. <laughs> <laughs> well, the downtown area, uh, there's this one garage that reminds me of the Red Rocket <laughs> that is now closed. Uh, I think New, New Jersey has less radiation but more mutants. Yeah. <laughs> and, and lots of ghouls. And things. Probably, yeah, slightly less radiation. And, uh, I was looking at this guy earlier. Do you think he's a ghoul? Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Do you think that's, that's like, yeah. Do you think that's Hancock or something? Looks like Children? strong. Strong. <laughs> Some it's mutant or something. And a horribly disfigured monster. We are looking at the poster. Apparently, <laughs> that is a good point. Wow. That's some crazy. Back off, rough skin. Yeah. No. So uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know what else we got into game-wise. Um, I mean, we've, we've done so many different things in the game, I can't even imagine. Uh, we actually had a guy who was doing a lore show for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. From the UK. Uh-huh. Like, really in-depth stuff. Ben? Yeah. yeah. And, like, way more in-depth. I mean, I... My podcasting preparation consists of... Uh, let's see. I just got done my run. Let me uh, go to the basement and 
turn on the MacBook Pro and, uh, and here we all right, go. let's record. Okay, <laughs> and then we'll upload it. All right, we are done. Thank you for sending your feedback and that helped. <laughs> me through it. That's my preparation level. Andrew's preparation level. Mmm. Oh, useless. Oh, what's the best useless one? Bash. <laughs> yeah. For Fallout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so in, in Fallout, there's a skill called Bash, which is you've oh, got really? this giant gun with like can fire like literally like nuclear tactical nuclear weapons, but you can hit somebody with it in the head, and that's like a skill. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can take your nuclear launching device and hit somebody in the head if you want to. You know. So. Useless. It's a skill we haven't found a good use for. Yeah. I'm trying. Um, my favorite useless skill is archery. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's the only way I to play the game. I hate it so much. Everyone only thinks you can be a sneaky archer in the fucking game. Literally, it is, terrible. It is the only way to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything well, else. It's, like, it's certainly the most effective way to play Oh, well, yeah. yeah I can't stand it. I don't know the why. The only way to play I fight it like the, the bloody plague. I can't, I can't use archery at all. How can you not know. want to sneak... I, I, I want to make my presence felt. I, I, <laughs> I find uh, speech pretty useless. Uh, yeah. Because well, when you're sneaking and killing people from the top of a mountain, yeah. you really don't need to talk to them. No, that's true. In the, in the unmodded game, yeah, speech is pretty yeah. useless. I mean, my favorite sort of is, is it, of that is pickpocketing. I, I find yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I, I never really useless. Yeah. Pickpocketing? Hmm. I like sticking things in people's pockets. Well, yeah, and making them explode. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's fun. But yeah. I've never yeah, actually played it. that way. There's a way to play as a poisoner where you, yes. where you yeah. make alchemical ingredients into different potions. And you can poison people just by sticking yeah, it in their pocket. you stick it in their pocket, yeah. and yeah. I guess later on they just unplug it and take a sip of whatever's <laughs> in their pocket. Like it, it worked for Game of Thrones. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Oh, God, Denny. <laughs> so bad. Now, uh, that, that is a common thing in our group. Everyone hates companions and followers they think they get in the way and they're they useless do. and everything yeah, i try to collect as many as i possibly can <laughs> at all times it's like i love uh i'm scared of being alone guys <laughs> i need a hug you like travel with a town basically yeah i have a small village with me at all times because it takes a village to raise a character <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just you know we're just trying to have a good time out there you know <laughs> Yeah, a good time killing things. Killing, yeah. killing things that. Yeah. I'm sure they're having a good time at it too. I mean, well, they, yeah, I mean, they're undead, so <laughs> I guess it really doesn't matter. Oh, they'll just come back to life, right? I'm trying to think, like, what is, you know, I probably forget what the useless ones are because I probably don't look at them anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I automatically don't go to them, so I don't even remember what they are. And uh, Fallout. Uh, well, Fallout, I definitely don't remember. Bands, I do not like. What's I never use bands. It's the one. It's um. It's the, same the one that shows you where to go. It's the same clairvoyance. Uh, it's clairvoyance oh, and Skyrim. But it's got a much yeah, higher yeah, opportunity yeah. cost. Yeah. Do you, what about clairvoyance and Skyrim? Is that yeah? Useless? I never used that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but, but the opportunity cost in Skyrim is practically. Oh, 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 there we go. Until Victor recommended it recently, you can just jump off shit and not die. Yeah, and you can you can it's cast it midair. Is that true? No, I don't. You think have you to cast it and then jump. Yeah. So like. And it only, I, how long does it last? I don't know, 30 seconds? Not, not long. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to hope, like, you're not too high. like Down the mountain? Yeah, because I've done it off of, like, uh, was that High Hrothgar by the Greybeards. That's a long way down. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> so I've made it. I've oh, made yeah. it. I've Great. made it. My son, however. <laughs> Killing horses. Yes, yes. He had an indestructible horse uh, that he killed. 
Well, I mean, the answer really is that everybody's favorite shot is Fus Roda because it's, true. it's fun to throw things off. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like walking into uh, White Run, into the, uh, what's the castle? What's the? Dragon Reach. I couldn't remember the name of it. And just blasting all the shit off the table. <laughs> Arm- Armageddon. It's brought on by a mod, I believe, but it Armageddon. was also fun. Which one's it was that? Like a, it was like an earthquake or something, right? Oh, Didn't an earthquake come that, up and yeah. like... Is a, that from... The, yeah, this might be from Thunderchild. Thunderchild, yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brought on by a mod, but it's 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 really fun, too. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like throw a voice. Um, yeah, that's fun. If you, hey, if you know how to use that. it well, it took yeah. me a while to understand what you're trying to do. I was like, oh, okay. You're trying to distract someone over there, and then they look over there, and you can sneak around. Hey, skeever butt. <laughs> hey, skeever butt. Yeah. Which is pretty much what it says. Like every does, does, it, does it ever yeah. change it up? A little bit. Not much. It's pretty PG, oddly yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 But it does get them moving. Yeah. Those are, those are the basic ones I use. Um, what is, what's the Fallout equivalent? Of a shout? Yeah. Is there anything? No, it's probably not. Probably vats is the closest uh, a thing. A big yeah. gun, yeah. Big it's gun. Yeah. A fat boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I used a fat boy. It was in... Uh, <laughs> it's just a weird saying. I was... Uh, <laughs> it was in Fallout <laughs> 3, and I shot it at that giant super mutant that comes along, the behemoth, the yeah. first mm-hmm. one you experienced. But I didn't know you had to, like, stand away from it. So like <laughs> I was like shooting it like right here, and then the you know the nuclear explosion went off and I died. <laughs> so got everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. You you, you got to stand away when you're shooting nuclear weapons. It's probably <laughs> you can stand back a li- at least a little yeah. bit, or put on a rad suit or something. You know. Well, that'll probably save you. <laughs> They're mini nukes, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just feel like the behemoths aren't special anymore, though, because they're all over the uh, Fallout 4. There, there were quite a few. Yeah. Of them. Uh, they like to recycle the enemies, of course, in the whole series. Like, there's, there's some enemies that are in some games and some that are not in others. But I just did a, a quick run through. I, Fallout 4 was my first game in the Fallout series. But, you know, as if you're hosting a podcast, I feel like I kind of have to experience <laughs> the whole world. So I'm going back, and I, I played Fallout 3, did, like, a quick run through it. And... It's just weird, the balance of different enemies and the different games. It's like, I felt like Fallout 3 was just like all super mutants. I feel like I didn't see uh, yeah, anything yeah. else besides a damn super mutant running around the streets. And then New Vegas, I'm only seeing like powder keggers or whatever they're called. It's just people. I'm oh not, yeah, seeing, I'm not yeah, seeing monsters, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but the, I think Fallout 4 is really great at the balance of a wide variety of different levels of, of bad guys to yeah. fight. I thought I was really good at that. That's Lid- the easiest thing. Uh, to let's do. see. Yeah. Uh, li- no, not Lydia. Um, um. In Skyrim, <laughs> I like to do giants and then use the ritual stone because you have a giant will follow <laughs> you and, and, and do your bidding, which is really fun. That's giants true. are always yeah. good to fight. I like fighting giants. I like the dragon priests because they're, oh, they're tough. Yeah. Yeah, the dragon priests are good, or um, what's the other? Uh, oh, the ebony warrior. Mm. I like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's battle. A good I've actually only made that once, but I reloaded it a few times because I was like, I'm never getting to level 81 <laughs> with the character yeah. ever again. So Karstag's a good one. He's Karstag's like pretty much the same level, yeah. I think. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's, well, see, and then you can summon him and have That's true. an ice giant with your giants. 
but like only outside and only three times or yeah. something. Right? Yeah, like, right? it's very limited. See, I'm, I'm so worried about um, the appropriate use of the skills rewarded to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, is this moment good enough where I can use car stack? I only got three <laughs> chances here. Is this opportunity enough where I can use yeah. it? And like, if you look at my, my Fallout 4 perk chart, I will always have 10 unused perks because I don't want to n- invest them in the wrong spot and then make a mistake and have to, you know, go download a mod that will let me respec stuff or whatever. You know, I, I'm always very careful about it. I'm just, it's, it's not a, that I'm careful, it's because I'm scared. Andrew. It's I a know, game. I know. <laughs> but I, I don't want to have to reload and restart and go back. And yeah, see, <laughs> see, for me, like, I, I, I don't plan ahead. I just, like, get a perk. Oh, I'm going to jam that perk in somewhere. Yeah. Ah, what the hell with it, you know? It's, it's, it, uh, that, it's always because... On Tuesday, I'm like, ooh, that's a good perk. But on Wednesday, I'm like, that other thing looks better. You know, it's like, depending on what quest I am currently working on determines which perk that yeah. I think is useful. You this is I mean? the drawback of your organizational skills. Yeah, it's, I can't make a decision. It cripples me. If you're part of a podcast, we are judging you. <laughs> I'm always judged. Funny thing about, oh. No, go ahead. Nocturnal. <laughs> don't don't judge. Okay. <laughs> Nocturnal's good. Has has nothing to do with this statue. Now, are you basing that on the data itself or its artifact? The, the quest. The quest. I, yeah. I think I like actually Clavicus Vile. Clavicus. Oh, that that's is a good fun. one. That's a really yeah. good one. Wait, but no, you got the dog. Well, you get to kill him. <laughs> you can get rid of the dog. You know. Yeah, that's a really good one. You get Barbus. You get two pot, two. You get two. two yeah, that's true. I like the I like the whispering lady's weapon. Her artifact is really good. The more people oh, yeah, you kill, yeah. the more powerful the sword gets. That's yeah. that's a fun one. Dawnbreaker's pretty good for. Uh, Namira is great oh, too. Namira. I love that one. The Ring of Namira. Where you eat people. Yeah, cannibalism. Yeah. It's great stuff, guys. Check it out. Elmo. Oh god! <laughs> oh no, that's Hermes Mora. Well, he's yeah, a slow-talking Mora. blob. Her- Hermi, yeah, he's very uh, like I don't know. He he's a blob. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Oh. I don't like a, him. A tentacled. Well, yeah. I don't like him because he kills like your biggest enemy in the main DLC. Yeah, like, you, you I got all the way to the end. Like, don't kill him. I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good point. He he. Tells you to go out and do something, but then right before you can do it, he does it. He does it for you. Yeah. And takes away yeah. all your power. Spoiler alert: that also happens in uh, what's that mod? The big land mod, um, False Car. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Several big lands mods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a giant one, and then you get all the way to the end, and uh, I don't know, it's, you don't get to finish. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's like the take like away that opportunity from you. You spend hours Steal and hours it. and hours getting to the end and there's no completion. Yeah. At all. <laughs> but I would oh, but I was gonna say about perks. Um so as I I'm an expert in the game obviously. Uh when I, <laughs> when, I when I first when I first started playing, uh I got to level fifty and had never <laughs> used a perk yet because I didn't realize you could <laughs> 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 So I had like when I finally, I don't even know how I freaking realized that there was all these constellations. I was like, oh shit, I can select stuff on those. And I had like 50 perks to load in at once. 
So I was like battling people with just as vanilla as you could possibly be. Uh, and I had probably already played like, I don't know, 200 hours or whatever in that first like two weeks. And I was like, wait, wait, I can do other stuff? Like <laughs> I can add stuff in? I was like, wait. This is the best game yeah, ever. So I like literally did uh, 50 perks at one time. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was my first experience with in, you know, being a Skyrim expert. But we have uh, we have five. Uh, I'd just like to take the opportunity real quick to uh, thanks all the people viewing live on Facebook. We've got Lee. Oh wow, cool. Hey, Keith, Lee. Keith, Benoit, Jens, and Roy, checking us out live on Facebook. Yeah. Wow, awesome. Well, since we have a few minutes left, I'd like to definitely thank Tattooed Moms again for having absolutely yeah great venue. Philly wonderful. Thank you for hosting. General. And uh, thank all the other podcasts for being here. Wonderful. Thank uh, you. The guys from How Many Fingers. And thank you for your questions. Yeah. Yes, and thank you for your questions from, from Marlton, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Any last words? Uh, stay tuned for Dissecting the 80s coming oh. up after. And then uh, the Highlander Rewatch, I think, closes out today, yep. right? Highlander Rewatch will close uh, yeah. us out. We're, we're childs of the 80s. Well, <laughs> mostly child, children of the 80s. I was born in the 70s. Well, that's what I mean. We grew up in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. born in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Thank you so much for, Thanks uh, everybody for coming in. out. It's great. Thanks, great. everybody. Fun. See you in the wasteland. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the Fallout feed, the Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Following total atomic annihilation, it may fall to you to save the great nation. That's why Voltec has made extra preparation and are proud to present to you a special education. Would you like a very spiffy, brand new ASA Podcasting t-shirt? Well, that's great because we have two brand new designs, one for a Skyrim addict and one for the Fallout feed over at etsy.com slash shop slash ASA Podcasting. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.